0: Listener Production. Good morning sports fans and welcome to The Scorecard. I'm Liam Flanagan and this is your fast fun hit of sport for Thursday the 19th of August. Today, why a Japanese Olympic gold medalist has had to ask for a replacement medal. A monster contract from the Philadelphia 76ers that could see Ben Simmons headed for the exit. And why Ross Lyons interested in coaching Carlton but not Collingwood. But first... (laughs) Yesterday I told you that Australia's difficult group draw for the men's T20 World Cup in October this year, coupled with the fact we just lost a T20 series to Bangladesh, probably means we're not going to win the tournament. Well, forget about all that, because Australian cricket apparently has a way bigger problem. As of this moment, we are at war. Yesterday, the Sydney Morning Herald's chief cricket writer and one-time media manager for the men's Aussie cricket side, Malcolm Conn, lit the match on the inferno that has since engulfed Australian cricket when he wrote an opinion piece painting Australian national coach Justin Langer as a man prone to erratic behaviour who is wearing down the players with the volatile high-stress environment he creates. And Aussie white ball captain Aaron Finch didn't exactly leap to Langer's defence, speaking to SEN's Waitley yesterday morning. Well, there's always tension when results don't go your way, as you know, in, in all sport, wins and losses are what count. So I think any time that that doesn't happen, that all gets amplified. So that's just one of those things. It's disappointing that things are coming to the front the way that they are. That's never ideal. It's just one of those things that keeps popping up, um, which is disappointing. Former teammate and good friend of Langer Triple M's James Brayshaw was much more staunch in his defence of the under fire coach on Melbourne's rush hour. He is very intense. He always was. He was when he was a player. Yes. You know, I was one of his best. I was the MC at his wedding. Mm -hmm. I played against him a lot. I used to fly into him on the field a lot because as good of mates as we were, he just couldn't help himself. (laughs) And you knew it was very easy to get under his skin. And then at 5.21pm, the thing that all under-pressure coaches dread, Langer received the full support of the board. No! God, please, No! 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 Cricket Australia CEO Nick Hockley released a statement praising the work Langer has done in his time as coach, directly referencing how long was left on Langer's contract and some other pleasantries about the upcoming summer of cricket. But never in the history of sport has that sort of public support been the end of an issue. So now, we wait. Collingwood and Carlton are two of the biggest clubs in the AFL and unbelievably, they could both be in the market for new head coaches this off-season. Right now, David Teague is still the head coach of Carlton, although the review into the club's football department is due any day and many are predicting the findings could see Teague relieved of his post. Collingwood, meanwhile, relieved Nathan Buckley of his job as head coach earlier this season. But the point remains that there is at least one, potentially two, very, very, very big coaching positions up for grabs. And last night, a serious candidate finally revealed his interest. If an opportunity arose, and I say that with the greatest respect that the and they rang me, I I would entertain it. Former Doggers and Saints coach Ross Lyon on Channel 9's footy classified last night, disclosing that he would consider coaching Carlton if they approached him. But former Collingwood president Eddie Maguire, who was also on the show, didn't want his old club missing out. Has Collingwood spoken to you? Uh informally, the <laughs> And its't really breaking confidence. I don't think no. Graham right with mine. Graham reached out to a friend to get my number, he could get it anywhere, but um, and I was aware that they had. I just said respectfully, um, I wouldn't entertain that for a variety of reasons. Okay what, what, what are those reasons? Well it's hard to articulate it, all. sometimes it's just uh, sometimes it's just chemistry. But when pushed, Lyon revealed it's more than just chemistry. So is it partly because you think there's a bit of unrest? I think there's instability, I, I think. Yep. Yeah, it's a father-sons, I-, I think Nathan's a bit unlucky. Ultimately I think successful clubs, whether I think North Melbourne, they've got alignment where they're at and where they're going and I-, I think if you see misalignment, it's a red flag. Ah, so Ross Lyon doesn't not want to coach Collingwood because of chemistry, it's because of geometry. <laughs> Off the back of the Boomers winning Australia's first ever men's basketball medal at the Tokyo Olympics. We have hoop fever here at the scorecard, and the new NBA season is less than two months away. It's the NBA, I really love this game. But the future of Australia's best player slash boomers no-show Ben Simmons is still up in the air on a day that his team, the Philadelphia 76ers, announced a huge new contract. The big story of the day was Joel Embiid locking in a four-year, $196 million Supermax extension. Over the next four seasons, Joel Embiid will earn just shy of $270 million as Australian on a deal he negotiated himself, and that money is guaranteed. What does it mean for our man Ben? Philadelphia is going to continue to build around Joel Embiid and build their roster around him. I think largely as a singular force, there's certainly interest on both the Sixers' side and Ben Simmons' side to find a new home for him. So, according to ESPN, Simmons wants out. The 76ers want to get him out. Problem is, no one's willing to pay the price tag that Philly has stamped Ben with. Might have to wait for the Boxing Day sales. Take off that mask. You don't need it. Uh, Yeah, we do. COVID is everywhere. We are wearing masks, we are social distancing, and, oh, wait, that guy just took off his mask and bit that woman's Olympic medal. (laughs) Japanese softball player Goto Miyu was visiting her home of Nagoya and presented the medal to the city's mayor, Kamawara Takashi, for a photo op. Unfortunately, Kamawara forgot that there's a nasty little virus getting around that can easily be transmitted via surfaces, including medals, and removed his mask so he could hilariously bite down on the Olympic gold. These look like teeth marks. I thought there was chocolate inside. But why was it wrapped in foil? It was never wrapped in foil. Kawamura apologised, explaining his actions as showing affection as he'd always wanted a gold medal, which is a great lesson for the children of the Nagoya region, don't worry about working hard for your goals. Just go bite other people's stuff that you want, and then it's yours. The Tokyo Olympic organisers have said they will replace Miu's Trump medal for one without the teeth marks. And that is your Fast Fun Hit of Sport for Thursday, the 19th of August. Don't forget to leave us a rating and a review. It's the best way you can support the podcast. I'm Liam Flanagan. Catch you tomorrow on The Scorecard. Listener.